Here's the pitch on the way. A swing and a belt. Left field. Way back. Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays are World Series champions. As Joe Carter hits a three-run home run in the ninth inning. And the Blue Jays have repeated as World Series champions. Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. Now the pitch. There's a high drive deep right center way back. Might be out of here. It's off the wall. One run is in. Two runs are in. A third man scores. And look at this star. And now Dietrich. Back to back to wave. Put me in cold. I'm ready to play today. Right, here we are. We are here. Back at it again with another Sode. <laughs> so psyched, man. Sweet Sode. Today's going to be a good one. So, I was working today. A big part of my job is answering phones. I did probably what was almost one of the most embarrassing things I ever did. <laughs> What'd you do? On on. On the phone, I kind of like let I don't I I don't I know that you answer phones a lot too, mm-hmm. so I don't know if this has happened to you. Um, I kind of let too much of me slip into the conversation. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Because like, um, a uh, I got I got to kind of word it carefully, but essentially, a customer was calling, and what they were calling because we had called them mm-hmm. and wasn't sure why we were calling them. Well, I was kind of in the same boat. I didn't know either. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because there's other people at my work. So I didn't know why we were calling. So I said, all right, yeah, hold on. Let me get the skinny on that for you. <laughs> and I immediately put it on hold. And I was like, I turned around to like everyone working with me. And I was like, well, that was the weirdest thing I fucking ever did. That is amazing, I like, dude. I love it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not going to say that again. And my boss was like, yeah, I don't want you to say that yeah, again. Don't say, yeah, don't, don't do that again. Oh, that's amazing. So uh, then we were dying. And I'm trying to talk to her and everybody's laughing at me and then i get off the phone i was like what am i a 30s mobster like let me get the skinny for you see (laughs) that's amazing dude i know i i don't think i i have anything that stands out like that but it doesn't stand out for me because i do that shit all the time like i say like kind of embarrassing stuff like i'm very much me on the phone um and especially like when it's like later on in the day and i got like 20 minutes left to my shift i'm basically like all right this is bonus round this is the fuck it round we are 20 minutes on the clock and you know any calls that happen from here on out i'm done man i'm me so (laughs) you never know what you're gonna get (laughs) no i get that because i uh two thousand percent just ignored phone calls at the end of the day today (laughs) like i was so it's been a long week i knew we were doing the podcast i was excited i was like i don't i've Fuck you. I don't yeah, really care. Exactly. <laughs> Leave a voice, man. Yep, and I will give that get back to you first thing Monday, and by that I mean around one o'clock. The clock. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I just wanted to share that cause it did really make me laugh. That is, I, that is really funny, man. I love it. Uh, oh, weird. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, we're, we're back. Um, do you want to just pop a beer? I'm, I am parched. Yeah. I have my secondary that I'm drinking right now, but yeah, let's, let's do a, uh, well, what, so hold on because we're doing a dugout episode. Oh yeah. Should we talk about that first? Get in the, do a little foreplay. <laughs> Well, I think what we're basically going to do is just turn the dugout episodes, uh, just basically make them a normal episode. It's just going to be pretty much all baseball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, this is going to be another baseball episode. If you're not into that, um, you know, give it us a shot anyway, because we're, we're hoping yeah, just, that we're hoping that we'll make it interesting enough that you will, you know, appreciate what we appreciate about it. And uh, if not, that's fine. But at least you tried. So. Exactly. That's that's kind of how I feel about it. So, but yes. With that being said, let's do a little uh, what you drinking, uh, and let's yeah, let's do that. All I right. was trying to think of a baseball pun, but I was like, what flavor of Gatorade? Are you drinking? <laughs> um, all right. So <laughs> um, I have got a uh, the beer I picked out for today is called the uh, Sierra Nevada Hop Bullet. And the reason I picked it out is because that is a monster can. It is 19 yeah. ounces. It's a full pint. So uh, that's really the only reason. Uh, it's a big boy today. That's actually um, three ounces over a pint. Is it really? Oh, cool. Yeah, a pint 16 ounces. Yeah, okay, Jesus. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you metric bastard. <laughs> Got a Harvard guy over here. Harvard <laughs> guy. Um, um, and then on deck, that's a baseball pun, I do have my uh, whiskey uh, neat. So There you go. Yeah. I uh, would like to have liquor. Um, I drank all the Jägermeister <laughs> from my birthday. Uh, yeah, that happens, man. Uh, it's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot, actually. All right, so you're... you're uh, so wait, that was an IPA, right? Mm-hmm. It is a double IPA. Oh, a double IPA. Sierra Nevada, um, I haven't enjoyed a lot of their beers. You haven't? No, they don't have many I like. Yeah, they they have... The, Sierra Nevada is a weird company where they have, like, lots of, like, really basic beer you can, like, get at Walmart and stuff. Like, I think they have... I can't remember what it what it is, but um, they they do have some like kind of like small batch beers that they release every once in a while. And every time I've had one of those, I've been pretty pleased. Um, yeah, what are their popular beers? I'm yeah, on their they website have one. Right <laughs> they they have one that I see everywhere, and it, and I don't ever recall them being like you know shit, but uh, definitely never blew me away. Yeah, that's kind of how this beer is. Um, it's uh yeah it's it's pretty good for an IPA it doesn't blow me away but uh, I yeah I like it a lot. Okay, all right, all right. Um, I also have an IPA. What? Yeah, we're I'm I'm kind of at the point where it's just like I just need to drink things that are gonna get a reaction out of me. Yeah, so. well, last time you you enjoyed an IPA, right? What was that? What was that IPA you had last time? Yeah, it was that Rheingeist. Oh uh, yeah, I picked the... that up today too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah that that one was really really good. This one I don't know about. This strikes me as one that I want to be good, but will end up I won't enjoy. Uh, this is by Fifty West, coast to coast. Oh, I think I've been there. Just that, their IPA. A, yeah, I think that's a Cincinnati one. Oh, it is. It is a Cincinnati beer. I didn't even know that. 
Yep. Uh, it. Uh, they. I don't think I have a description of their beer. They didn't. They didn't do that on this. Um, it just says hints of fruit and dank. The east meets west. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> uh, every beer is a journey. Join us for the ride. Are they? Are they Don't. using dank as like a noun? Is that a thing? Uh, I think. See here, that's the thing. <laughs> dank, I believe, is actually a word. <laughs> I believe it is actually is an adjective. Um, I've only ever heard I, it in the context of like, dude, that's a dank meme, or like, this new beat's real dank, or something like that. I, I think the kids ruined it. Yeah, definitely. All right, so anything anything incredibly interesting about your beer before I have to sit and wait for mine to settle? <laughs> uh, we'll fill some time. Uh, not really. Um, I'll, I'll read the description. Um, it says, hops are the name of the game with the double IPA, but we knew we had to take it one step further. With Hop Bullet, we're using a new technique, hitting the beer with a one-two punch of magnum hops and lupulin dust. Probably pronounced that wrong. Pure concentrated hop flavor directly into the tank to emphasize the intense pine and citrus flavors of classic West Coast hops. So, that was real so they're generic. Just, they're just hopping it up. They're just go. They're all about the hops. The hops they use is Cascade, Centennial, Chinook, Crystal, Magnum, and Idaho Seven. That's a lot of hops. That's a lot of hops. I mean, is it? Is it? Is it too much hops? I don't think so because I love IPAs. So, oh, okay. especially like, yeah, I fuck with a double IPA all day because, yeah, it's it, it's like eight percent alcohol, and I'm drinking more than a pint of it, as we discussed. Well, I want to go out on a limb and say I'm not going to like this. One, it hasn't settled. Two, the foam is a bubble bath, <laughs> and that is very hazy. I think it's you very just poured it wrong, huh? You might have oh, just yeah. poured it wrong. <laughs> I think I did a little bit, too. Yeah. But, no, like, this is all the telltale signs of you are not going to like this beer. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't particularly like the cloudy ones, either, so that, that has me uh, scared. Well, mine is almost settled enough where I think I can I can get some beer through this head here, so I'm going to try to take a swig. Oh, while you do that, quick thing, um, I caught up with Tanner last week, and he came up to uh, Fort Wayne, and uh, we had a, we, we just talked for a couple hours. It was awesome, man. We talked about the podcast a lot. He gave us a couple cool ideas that we'll probably do uh, at some point. I haven't even told you about yet. Um, one thing he said was that he, he doesn't like how I edit too much. Um, he can tell where we edit things out. So one thing we're going to try to do today for Tanner, no editing. So don't say anything offensive. Ugh, I don't. <laughs> There's a reason we do it, my man. <laughs> Obviously, I'll let it if I have to, but I have to. But for Tanner, I'm going to try not to. <laughs> yeah, nine times out of ten, I have noticed that like sometimes you will edit stuff where I know that we had a bigger conversation, but then I kind of think back and I'm like, I don't even really remember what we said. So then I'm like, that was probably a good edit. Yeah. What I assume happens is you're listening to the podcast, trying to edit it, and you're probably like multitasking at least a little bit, a little doing bit. something else, and then you probably tune in at some point and like, yeah. what the fuck are we talking about? Are we about? still talking you- about this? And then not only, yeah, are we, do we talk about some things for way too long, it's also like not really funny or the point of the episode, so at that point I will cut a little short, especially if it's not funny. If it's funny, yeah, I'll leave it in, because who cares if it's right. long, but... <laughs> right. Um, well, back to my beer... Yes. This is pretty this is pretty good. It's not great. For an IPA, I I like it. Okay. I do like it. 
I, I could probably drink like three or four of these where typically I could probably only drink one or two yeah. of the ones I don't like. It's coming on pretty strong. Like the hoppiness and all that, it, it is hitting me. It's a little bit hard on my tummy. Mm-hmm. I did just yeah. shove down a bowl of pasta, <laughs> so maybe that's more on me. But That could be. Could be. <laughs> no, overall, this is, this is pretty good. I do find it unexceptional. And this is what happens with IPAs to me. They kind of all start to taste the same, right? I completely like, agree. You, yeah. Like, it's hard to even distinguish IPAs from other IPAs. I mean, at least for the layman, which is most of the people who drank beers, so... Yeah, I'm getting into that weird like uh, territory where I've had uh, so many IPAs that if you don't do something weird to like wow me, I'm probably gonna be really unimpressed. And that's kind of how this beer is. Like, I I like it, but I will I get it again? Yeah, probably not. Um, because there's so many options out there that are doing cool things. Like when I went to the store earlier, I picked up a few IPAs, and there was one that was like a pineapple milkshake IPA. And even if I hate it, like I was like, I at least have to try it because they're fucking putting pineapple in there. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. And I, I would have the same thought of like, yeah. well, I mean, at the, it's like you said, at the very least, if you don't like it, they're at least trying something. Yeah. And sometimes just, a, I don't know, a straight up IPA, it's just kind of like, what the fuck? What, what's the point? Why even? <laughs> right. You know, and I, I don't know, unless you really love that brand. I mean, at least with like Rheingeist, they really kind of extrapolate upon like what a beer is like yeah. oh you want a lager you want a golden lager you want an amber lager yeah like that's kind of i feel like ryan guy somewhere just said we're gonna make every beer pretty much yeah that's what we're gonna do mm-hmm. um all right well that's what we're drinking um on i did mention on deck i just got a good old pbr oh yeah <laughs> oh that is awesome really been like see- have you seen huh. that they're, they're have you seen that they're making a uh, bush apple beer? Yes, I did. Did you see the you betcha guy I did review see the, it? Yeah, I yep. did see the review on it. Yeah. Um <laughs> I I it, may, it really makes me want to try it just because I'm a big fan of Bush and that guy. Uh, but I went to the liquor store today to buy my beers and I asked him if they had it and the guy was like no nah, man, that's like a hoax. You don't don't believe everything you see on Facebook. And I was like, I saw it on their website. <laughs> it's, it's very right. real. <laughs> right. It's uh, it might it might be regional, but it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a thing. Exactly. They brewed it. No, that's um, that's that's pretty funny. Um, yeah. No, I mean, he may be intrigued to try it. Yeah, because he said like I don't like Angry Orchard or Reds or, and he was kind of naming off some of those. So I was like, oh yeah, I only tolerate Angry Orchard. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of like I the ciders it. because they're always so like sugary that I can only have like one or two, and then I just want to feel like I feel like throwing up. Well, that and like I know for me like the acidicness of it is yeah. so strong that you just like have heartburn drinking oh, it. Right, right. So I would be curious if something actually did a good job of melding it. And I I, I don't know. It kind of sounded like they did. So I'm very yeah. curious to try it. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, he, he he's not sponsored by Bush, but he should be because, God damn it, if I'm not going to go out and buy one. <laughs> I, my Bush light, me buying Bush beer in general has literally is up a hundred percent since i have found that i guy. completely agree because before like he came around i never thought about purchasing bush light i was like if i want a cheap beer i'll get a pbr a classic right. but you know what yeah <laughs> yeah now now i will legitimately that's actually right now that's kind of my wheelhouse to just pbr or 
bush light because yeah. I'm just like light, cold, crisp, cheap. That's really all I need at the end of the day, kind of a beer. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how Bush does it, but they make it so cold. It's the coldest beer you will ever have. I do agree that I do think there's something about a Bush light that is incredibly fucking cold. <laughs> and I don't understand. It's like this coldness that is just so overwhelming. Yeah. That, well, who is? Oh, Coors has the mountains. They've. No, they, they never did it. They, they never, never did, did it for you. I, Coors is one of my favorites over like Miller or like Bud. Like Coors is one of the really widely like you know uh, easy accessible beers that I will enjoy over the Buds or the Millers. Um, yeah, I kind of gravitate a little bit more. Well, I don't really drink light beer in general, so it's it's kind of it's kind of blown me away that Bush Light has come up <laughs> so much and into my. Uh, in, in, into what I buy, but I know one thing about Bush Light, though. I don't know if it's because it's a light beer, it's just Bush Light. I feel like I could drink a lot and I don't feel full. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't have any beers that do that. So, yeah, I've, I fucks with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely agree. <laughs> All right. Well, um, anyways, moving on, we'll get to uh, why we're here. So, Another episode of The Dugout. We're talking baseball. Um, we have kind of a lot to talk about in baseball. Yeah, we do, man. Um, uh, this episode is a long time coming. I'm super excited. Um, since the last time we recorded, they announced that baseball is going to be back uh, July 24th. So if you're listening to this, this coming Friday um, is opening day, um, which we're so pumped about, man. I'm so, I'll say it. I am horny for baseball right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I got a steaming boner. <laughs> Just the hugest of erections, all in the name of baseball. Of baseball. Um, so, no, yeah. I'm a. Well, what was interesting is that I think even maybe by our last episode, we knew that baseball was coming, but then the whole. The big then the big thing was like oh it's official now here's opening day yeah so now like like Mitch said in like literally a week I think this time next week there will be Major League Baseball yep absolutely yeah it's gonna be weird because there's they're doing a lot of things differently um, one of the things obviously they're not gonna have any fans uh, in this stadium which I'm kind of bummed that I'm not gonna be able to go to a major league game this year um, one of the things on my bucket list that I don't know if we've talked about is I want to go to every single baseball stadium in America it's a lofty goal because I only have like four under my belt right now but <laughs> I mean that's three more than I have so that's still <laughs> impressive um well they they do plan they're definitely not gonna have fans at the start of the season but they mm-hmm. are hoping that towards the end of this that the regulations yeah. and things will be a little bit more figured out that they can actually start to have like you know obviously smaller but you know hoping to actually have fans in the stands by the mm-hmm. end of the season yeah yeah uh which will be fantastic so the other kind of couple weird things they're doing is since it's only a 60 game season compared to the usual 162 um they're really gonna have 82. to sit what's that i thought it was 82 this 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 year no 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 the normal season i thought it was 182 no, no. oh i think it's i think it's 60 Oh, it's 160. But okay. 
I'll, either, I'll definitely defer to you. Either way, they're going to still have to squeeze uh, a whole season of baseball into a third of the time that they normally do, um, which is going to be really weird for the season. Um, because it's, it's going to make it... It's kind of exciting. Be, uh, part of me is like really excited about how they're going to do it, is because um, uh, because it's such a shorter season, it's going to be a fucking who knows like what's going to happen. Um, you know, normally with 160 games, I will be the first to say that is a long season, and the 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 teams that rise to the top do that because they are so consistently good that they are able yeah. to have a better record. Whereas this yeah. year, since it's 60 games, um, it's kind of like you know you gotta every game is so much more important. Um, and so because of that, I think we're gonna see some like teams go to you know farther than they would have normally. Um, so first thing I want to talk about, um, not only are they doing a 60-game season, one really weird rule that they're doing this year. Um, so in order to try to uh, keep people like safe and shorten the, the, the length of games, um, whenever they do extra innings, they're going to start with someone with a runner on second base in extra oh. innings. Yeah, I did forget this rule. Um, yeah, I did forget this rule. I w- I was, I kind of like it. We're kind of getting like into it. like, <laughs> we're getting into like XFL territory of rules. <laughs> yeah. Also, hey, can it, can someone call the XFL and check on them because I. <laughs> don't know what happened yeah remember that time we were gonna be like hey we're gonna be the biggest xfl fans and we were then really stoked and watched a game uh i i i think i watched a game and then i don't know what happened i i'm i think it was a dream i think we all collectively <laughs> dream i haven't seen a fucking post a video not shit from the xfl i don't know because of covid they were just like well this is ne- we're just done we just yeah we, we can never recoup from this whole season we just had planned. <laughs> right, right. It's it's weird, man. Um, sometimes at work, there there's like a TV that'll be playing ESPN all day, and I'll catch a glimpse of like what's on ESPN, and they're showing like fucking tennis highlights from like four years ago, and like golf. They're really grasping at straws to like oh, yeah. come up with something to to talk about. Um, and I'm surprised the XFL hasn't been more on their, uh, uh, yeah, more on their radar. Maybe it was a f- weird fever dream. Yeah, I, I really don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think the thing about baseball that's both great and bad is that it's such a traditionalist type of game um, like that it doesn't typically change. Yeah. Or when it does, it's a big deal. I mean, there's still people that, that rally against designated hitters. Yeah. Like, there is, st- there are so many people about how, like, designated hitters ruin baseball and will continue to do so. And that's crazy to me because that's been around for a minute. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's another thing, too. So, this season, they are, the National League is doing designated hitters, um, which I'm actually kind of excited yeah. about. So, me too. part of me is traditionalist and be like, yeah, I want to see the pitchers get up there. But, like, from a fan, perspective like whenever you go to a game or even watch one on tv and a pitcher comes up to bat you know they're gonna like strike out or like try to bunt and it's basically a waste of time so i just like from a fan's perspective i like exciting baseball games and i want to see somebody hit a home run so put up the best hitter you have on the team fuck the pitcher (laughs) well and i think it's fun too because you're getting to see 
members of that team that maybe aren't a position player. Maybe they just don't yeah. have the chops to start in a position, but that doesn't make them a bad baseball player. Right. You know what I mean? They can they can hit really well. They can get on base. They could run the bases. They might be good at stealing, not even be a great hitter, but are good, you know, good at stealing. And then you're seeing people that you wouldn't really see who don't necessarily deserve to be on the bench, you know, because just because they can't play that position to like the caliber of like a, a Hall of Famer. I don't mm-hmm. know. But you get to see him go out there and hit and maybe make some plays and win for the team. And I like that. I, I have. It's very confusing to keep up with how many people are on a fucking baseball team. <laughs> yeah. But I'm starting to love it because what I'm starting to love is seeing these people of like, who the fuck is this guy? And it's like, he's played for the Reds for like seven <laughs> years. And I'm like, I've never seen this person before in my fucking life. Right. I don't know that much about baseball, but still, it, it's, it is exciting. I do, I do. I really like that rule. I like it if they go into extra innings. They're already setting it up to be a little bit more like sudden death. Like, we mm-hmm. already have a runner in scoring position. Mm-hmm. So, that defense better be damn good. Yeah. It, it, and I like that because it also is putting more emphasis on the defense to, to play well in extra innings when they're going to be the most tired. So, right. I'd like to see that happen because do we need 18 innings? No, we do not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was either that or like allow ties, which also I don't really have a problem with allowing ties. Like football does it. I don't understand why baseball is so anti. Like we can't have a tie even though there's 160 games in a season. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say that ties would be weird. It works really well for the NHL, but the NHL is based on a point system more so. Yeah, than that's wins. right. Yeah. So, but, but what is cool is about this MLB season is um, that it, it's kind of resembling hockey a little bit because hockey only has 82 games mm-hmm. and everyone counts in that because it's a point system. Because in hockey, if you tie, the winner gets a point. If Well, if you go to overtime, I'm not even going to get into it. All I'm going <laughs> to say is, if you go to overtime, it matters. If you tie a game, it matters. Mm-hmm. So, seeing that the shortened season, you know, being so few games, like you said, every game is going to matter, which is really exciting because I don't think we're going to see the same kind of pitching rotations we're not going to see the same kind of batting rotations i think it's going to be like we need to win to go the distance yeah so and yeah that kind of i'm foreshadowing a little bit but i i think the the teams that do well this year are going to be the ones that have a stacked pitching rotation because that is going to be the most important um you know like pitchers i you're you're going to be there i guarantee there are going to be multiple games probably at least half where a pitcher has to pitch the entire game because we only have 60 and this guy just played yesterday and you're gonna have to pitch the entire game sorry man here's what it is so um so i I think the teams with the best rotations are going to be the the best I, I actually kind of had that thought, too, but then I kind of had a counter thought, which was, well, wait a minute. Starting pitchers can start more. Right? Like, mm-hmm. there there's so many less games. Your top starting pitcher may only need a couple games off, and he can get right back in there and do a couple games stretch. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I could, 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 I could see it going either way. I'm backtracking immediately. Like, if you have it, like somebody pitch like three innings and then switch them out for somebody else, like they'll be fine the next day. They only pitch three innings. 
that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, you know, there's you you don't have you're looking at October and all that in a completely different light because it's freaking the middle of July. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? So and because I that that's the exact thought I had. And I think realistically having a big having a having good depth in your bullpen is going to get your get you further because you're going to be able to do whatever you want. Mm. Hey, you're a closer. You want to go out and I don't know, pitch first inning. I don't know. Why not? Because then we could rest that guy. Like, I feel like there's a lot less in the traditional way of rotating pitchers now because it's such a shortened season. So if you just have a bullpen of good pitchers, you kind of do what you want. Mm, But in the same sense, those teams with a little bit less depth in their bullpen might be able to pull out some shockers because it's just like their number one pitcher is pitching more. Yeah. Because he's, he's not looking at this giant season. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it's still 50-50, so it's like it's weird. It's like there's two, sign, two sides to each coin when, when, when talking about it. So I totally agree. Yeah, that's why it's going to be so hard to predict a winner this year because everything is different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is completely unprecedented. The designated hitter thing is insane. Yeah. The runner on second is insane. Like, you know, that's cool. Are there any other are there any other major, major rule changes? Those are the biggest ones. Those are the biggest ones. The other ones are mostly just like like trade deadlines and kind of boring bullshit like that. OK, gotcha. No. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I just I couldn't really remember. I know sometimes there's smaller rules, but yeah, those are like unprecedented rule changes that I don't know, may may stick. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And the other the other weird aspect this year is going to be um, there are going to be so many records being broken this year. Uh, because if you think about it, like the the av- the average batting average is like 300. Like I, that's a pretty decent batting average in the major leagues. If right. you're only bad, if you're only playing 60 games instead of 160, obviously you're going to have to like by statistics, you're going to have a way better batting average. Um, so I'm really interested to see what happens there. I think that they'll wait it. You think so? Yeah. I think what we're I think here's an even an, an interesting thing as well. We're going to see baseball cards that are going to have the MLB 2021 season or Oh yeah, it doesn't go to winter. What am I talking about? Yeah, <laughs> and the the MLB twenty twenty season uh, with weighted batting averages. Yeah, because I, I think with the way baseball works, um, and and how stat crazy it is, they're gonna find a way to show their batting average for a sixty game season, but overall they're gonna weight it so mm-hmm. it doesn't outrightly change the uh, mathematically i don't know how but i already know that there's a normal batting average and then there is a weighted batting average yeah okay um, that that they can do so i but what's going to be cool is i think that's going to be on baseball cards now that's going to be a part of people's statistics who play this season yeah of their batting average or what have you during this season yeah, there's definitely going to be an asterisk next to this season. Yeah, and a lot because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a more elegant way of putting it. That's what I'm trying to say. There's going to be a lot more asterisks in regard right. to this season, well, which is going to be reason, really interesting. The only reason I say that is because I I guarantee that if the Reds do not win the World Series, anybody else winning the World Series, I will be like, yeah, well, that's bullshit. They only had to win, you know, of 60 games. <laughs> right. If the but Reds if the win, Reds I'll be like, it's it. legitimate. Yeah. It's. <laughs> 
Giants. No, man. I mean, 60 games. 60 games. <laughs> um, I did watch a video, like a 20-minute video about this guy saying, this is why the Reds will win the World Series in really? 2020. Yeah. Oh, cool. I, I need to find it and send it to you because it was pretty good. He brought up some good points. Okay, cool. Yeah, I definitely want to watch that. Uh, the Reds actually have one of the easiest schedules. They do, yeah. They, I, I, I saw their schedule. They released their schedule, and I was like ecstatic. They're playing like the Tigers a lot, and they're garbage, and yeah. And and, and even like this dude had a graph of waiting who has the easiest <laughs> schedules to who has the hardest schedules, and the Reds by like a fucking <laughs> mile have one of the easiest schedules in, That's the, awesome. in the National League. Yeah. Well, the here's the the other thing. The only reason I don't absolutely you know i'm not on board you know yet with this saying that the reds will go all the way is the nl central is the fucking hardest division if you look at all the divisions out there the the nl central has the cubs who won the world series a couple years ago the reds who are going to be amazing the brewers who have some like really amazing players um and some of the other like divisions are just so it, nothing but terrible people. So I'm like I'm kind of bummed that the competition level in the NL Central is insane. This is where immediately I'm gonna unfortunately drag a little bit. I for some reason have never learned my leagues or divisions in baseball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to, I, I will admit I had to do some like kind of last minute like in order to get the, the you know the the the, the, the the winners for the podcast today i had to do some a deep dive and make sure that everybody find oh. out everybody's division <laughs> oh yeah because the only thing about what we did the main thing it taught me is that i actually don't know a fucking thing about baseball <laughs> like not at all and it, i mean even in the so even in like football and the nfl i know the afc back and front i don't know shit about the nfc mm-hmm. and in hockey it's kind of the same man like i only know <laughs> A majority of the East Coast teams. Mm-hmm. You start sending me out west, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what's kind of weird? Um, so we'll talk about this too. Uh, we're doing a fantasy fa- fantasy baseball league, which I am so pumped about. Um, and my brother texted me, and he was like, I don't really. We're trying to figure out a time for the draft. And my brother was like, you can just put me on auto draft because honestly, like if they're not in the Cubs, I can't name them. I don't know what's going on outside of the world of the Cubs. And I kind of used to be like that about the Reds until I started playing MLB The Show. <laughs> yep. Uh, the MLB, MLB, the show has definitely taught me. Like I know, like uh, Christian Yelich. Yeah, Yelich. Yeah. I, I still have trouble saying his name. Um, that guy's so fucking good. He's Great. good. <laughs> really good player. I didn't know about. But see, the thing is, though, is I play fantasy sports in a real. I mean, dude, I'm I'm a. I, it's D and D to me, man. I'm, <laughs> I am getting. I literally do. I get a calculator and average out. Like I'm. I'm in. I, I go in deep. So to me, I'm like, I don't give two shits who this guy is. I'm looking at his on base percentage. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. you know what I mean? I do. I do that weird kind of Moneyball thing where I'm just looking at numbers. And I've always played fantasy sports that way. Now, granted, I've only won one year of fantasy football. However. I want to buy a landslide. I dominated yeah. that year. Nice. Every other That's year a- I lost, but still. 
That's what I'm really excited to do fantasy baseball, even though I, like I've never done it before, um, and I know it's going to be a pain in the ass because uh, oh, you've the, never, the cool, I've never you've, done it in my life. Um, oh. The cool thing about fantasy football is like games are once a week, so you don't have to like spend yeah. a whole lot of time doing it. Baseball has always kind of intimidated me because I'm like, do I have to check this shit every single day? Um, yeah. So I'm still yeah, I'm still not sure how it works. But uh, I've always been the type, especially in like fantasy football, because I don't really care about the NFL all that much. I was really only ever in fantasy football because my friends were like, hey, you should do this with us. Uh, I was like, okay, sure, I'll. I'll you know, do something fun with you guys. Um, so I was, I definitely was the person to just be like, yeah, I'm not sure who this person is, but, uh, you know, ESPN fantasy suggests that I put him in. I'm going to do that. And that won me a couple seasons, (laughs) not knowing anything about football, not following it, just doing what ESPN tells me to do. Won me two different seasons. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, like, um, I, I do I do get stubborn and that, and like in my nerdiness I get really stubborn and I'm like see everybody's looking at yards no one's looking at carries you know and then I think I've cracked some weird fantasy code and then you know I'm yeah, always yeah. wrong but right no I, I I am really excited and um, yeah Mitch Mitch kind of threw it out there and at first I was like eh but the last fantasy sport experience I had was bad yeah it was that. Uh... Um. All right, I'll tell the. I'm checking to see how how deep we are. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll tell this story. So essentially, one of the last uh, fantasy sport experiences I had, I was really excited about. So first off, it was a paid league. Um. I had to throw in. I I I think it was like twenty bucks or something. Mm-hmm. I think I had a buddy cover me because I you know typically am kind of weasel my way out of that sometimes yeah typically i just don't have the money and i'm like i mean i'll get it to you and they're like no nah, i'll just cover you <laughs> and i'm like all right cool whatever i mean i just want to play like i don't know why we're involving money um so i came at it though because it had money with a little bit more of seriousness um i think i even said at the start i was like truthfully guys if i somehow win this i'm not really going to sweat the money i think we should you know d- d- tally it for everybody mm-hmm. and let everybody at least you know, maybe you get lashed, you get your money back. Whatever. Yeah. Here's the thing. I show up on this Sunday to do this fantasy draft. I didn't realize they had two leagues. Same group of guys, two leagues. Okay. There was a normal uh there was a normal fantasy draft. Typically, for those who don't know, in fantasy football, you pick like a quarterback, a running back, wide receivers um a kicker and then like a a defense like a a a whole team for your defense so typically the whole thing would go like you can either really draft you you could start drafting for your offense early and you know pick up a good qb or good halfback who's gonna you know get you all those yards or you could you know try to go in and and get a you know the highest ranked defense that year or what what have you that's a normal fantasy league I was prepared for that. What I was not prepared for was the second league <laughs> after the first three hours of the first draft. And I mean, they had a whiteboard and everything. Like, this Jesus, was. Jesus. That is way too much. I was not ready for the second draft where then we were going to draft a player. We were going to draft a full NFL team. 
And I'm not shitting you. You draft every single position on defensive that team. Defensive positions? Including defensive positions. Because that you is got, so boring. I can't name <laughs> anyone on a defensive position. <laughs> so you picked your tackles, your fucking linebackers, and you got points oh, for God. tackles, sacks, you know, yards yeah. you know, lost or what have you. And uh, about five hours in, I was like, I have fucked up. And I knew immediately. I would say so. And I and I played for like two weeks, and then I was like, I'm done. Yeah, and I would just I try, think. and and they were they. I think they were a little bit mad because it, it does kind of suck when you play a fantasy sport and you have a somebody you know who's not participating at all. Because yeah. it kind of sucks. It's like, hey man, you have like good players, like, and you're just yeah. you're not even like paying attention. I, so now I don't know, man. I I played that with uh, there was a I, one year I played and there was a guy in my league that was kind of like that where he. He like never changed his team out, so he would always have people like playing that are on bye weeks and shit. And yeah. I looked forward to that. I was like, okay, this is an automatic win. I'm so excited. So maybe they could have been like, yeah, we're playing Eli this week. Fuck yeah. I, no. I think that happened. I think that happened. No, I mean I did try. <laughs> like I did, and I don't think I did terrible, but I, I definitely didn't do good. I did not do the worst. Mm-hmm. Um. So, because I, I, truthfully, I just had good draft picks. I had like two or three good players that just carried me like most of the way. Um, but yeah, I, cause, uh, so when Mitch threw it out, I was a little bit concerned, but then I was like, cause I didn't know that. I didn't know you. That's why I asked if there was money involved. You were really yeah. like, should there be? And I was like, no, 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 no. That's why I'm asking because. No. I don't know yeah, how no, serious I've, you take this shit. I, I just had the idea because, like, no, I've literally never played fantasy baseball, but I figured if I'm going to pick a year, this is going to be the year because I'm way more into it this year than I have been. I know a lot more uh, players. I know, a, uh, you know, a lot more about baseball. Um, so I feel like I would do better. And it's only 60 games. So, you know, if it, you know, if it sucks and we don't like it, oh, well, it's only 60 games. Um, and then so I decided to kind of like start small. Like this year, we're only having four people in our league um and you know it's so it's you me my dad and my brother right (laughs) gonna be pretty low-key rowdy bunch (laughs) will be yeah um and then kind of from there we'll decide like okay how to do if we if we like this you know next year we'll do it again but we'll expand it but yeah no i i'm i'm super down with it i i think you're right because i think it's a fun way too because i don't feel like anybody's going to be super competitive you oh, know, yeah. so like we'll because I will be very active in the chat. I'll be <laughs> honest. As soon as you added me, I wanted to put in the like league chat. Like, are you all ready to fucking die? <laughs> Do it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I have a degree from a college of mathematics. You're done. <laughs> I own an abacus. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's great. You named your team the Dayton Dragons, which I liked. <laughs> Yep. Well, only because you your team was the the Wayne Dale Wizards. Yeah, I wasn't really sure what to do, so I just did that. But uh, I might I might change it because I was kind of like thinking of some other funny puns. But Our, for now, I I don't remember we talked about because all right for I guess we'll clear everybody in and MLB the show are are essentially what is a fantasy team and our <laughs> yeah. and MLB the show. Mitch named his the Wayne Dale Wizards and has the logo and mine is 
the Dayton Dragons with the logo. Now, is your team still a team? No. So um, the Fort Wayne Wizards were uh, the Fort Wayne team, minor league team, single A, before they changed to the Fort Wayne Tin Caps. Um, but I thought the Waynedale Wizards sound a little bit better because technically, like the neighborhood I live in of Fort Wayne is basically Waynedale. So I'm like, ooh, Waynedale Wizards, a little alliteration there. Um, oh. But now, oh. They're, they're, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're the Tin Caps now. So. Okay, so they are the ten caps. Okay, yeah, yeah because, but because I'm pretty sure the Dayton Dragons are the AAA team for the Reds. But the ten caps and the Dragons have played each other. I'm not sure. <laughs> Hold on. I'm I'm just gonna figure this out real quick and we'll. Yep, let's on. do it. We're leaving this in for Tanner. Yeah, he said no editing, so listen, that's a dead-ass air. Uh, no, Class A. Oh, God. I was really wrong. Fuck. I think the only reason you think that is because the the Reds will send a lot of people to play for the Dragons sometimes if they're, like, recovering from an injury, just because it's like, oh, hey, you, you have to drive an hour, so... <laughs> <laughs> It does make sense because I would be really surprised that a triple A baseball team would be in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> right. I mean, don't get me wrong, I fucking love I still love going. I love going to Oh yeah. To Dayton yeah, it's Dragons a blast. Games. Yeah, I'm actually kinda of bummed about that too. Um the other weird thing about this year is minor league they're just not doing. Minor league baseball is canceled for twenty twenty. Yeah, and that really does kind of suck because um, that's the, that's the whole part of a of a of a baseball club, you know. Is is, is those minor those my, I never knew until I started playing sports games, especially like hockey and baseball, like those guys. <laughs> how fucking important the minor league is. The minor, yeah. Like I, I got in this big conversation with Charlotte one day because I was trying to explain to her because I don't think she understood. Like she was like, "Well, it's a minor league." I'm like, "Yeah, but you're talking about like." All it takes is a phone call, and they're playing in the NHL. And she's like, well, they're not professionals. I was like, no, they are professionals. This is their job. That's all they do. Yeah. It's just referred to as amateur and professional and league. Um, yeah. But you know what's crazy? Uh, so speaking of minor league baseball, so when I was a kid, I would used to I used to go to like the Fort Wayne Wizards games and see all these like, you know, people playing baseball like really good and I was blown away. Um, and then when I got older and moved to Fort Wayne and realized like these people are like 20 years old. Um, and oh, yeah. I, I it's so that's the crazy part. They're like 20. They used to be my heroes and now they're yeah, now they're 20. And also, I'm not sure if you know how much minor league baseball players make but it is not much i guarantee oh, no. i guarantee you make more, more money than minor league baseball players <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> i i would imagine it's actually not that different though i heard the, the average is like 40k so okay well i definitely make under 40k there match <laughs> i'm a little poor boy never mind <laughs> yeah I'm a, I'm a little poor boy um most people make more than minor league baseball <laughs> You just start roasting me. Normal <laughs> fucking people make. <laughs> like you said, like you're literally one phone call away from making millions of dollars a year on a major league team, but or, you're stuck here. <laughs> yeah, or getting cut from the minor league team, and you're done. You That's have, true. You yes. have to go get a job because you're not making millions of dollars, so you exactly. can't live off that. 
you got to go work at fucking Starbucks. So, yeah, it, yeah, it's cutthroat. But uh, no, I just never realized how much these those minor league teams are utilized when major players get injured. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's just, you know, I don't know. It's just crazy because um, the NFL doesn't really work that way. They have a practice squad, which truthfully, I think that the XFL and the NFL need to combine and literally just let those XFL teams be the minor league teams for the NFL. Yeah, that could be kind of cool. Yeah, because I hate that it's just like, well, they have a practice squad, and these. Anyways, we're not talking about baseball. Um, <laughs> okay, all right. Me and Mitch did a lot of talking, but that's okay. <laughs> um, we had a little mini podcast of our own. <laughs> this uh, you don't get to hear. Subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> hear, hear that? It's entitled Friendship. <laughs> that, was, that is the name. Okay, so. We've talked a lot about the MLB 2020 season and all the changes, all the rule things, all all the things that we're curious about, excited about. So what me and Mitch did, probably in very, very different ways, basically went through and just predicted the 2020 season. Yeah. It, it is, it, yeah, is a summation of what happened. So we're going to go through some of those predictions. What I mean, I think what we're going to do is we're not necessarily going to do a bracket because I don't I don't think we have a complete understanding of the schedule. Yeah. I don't even know all the players that are playing yet. Well, I think they, we just yeah, wanna... they still don't for sure know how the playoffs is going to work. But I kind of based my uh, predictions on how the previous playoffs work. So basically what, what happens is in postseason in MLB, you have three. So there's three divisions in each like division uh there's national league and american league and those are broken up into nl central nl like east nl west and then al west al east and al central so each you know the 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 top team uh with the the best record for each division gets to move on to the postseason and then also there's one wild card um and that's basically no matter what division you're in the best record gets to move on to the postseason so that's kind of how what i what i base my decision off of right essentially it is a lot i mean while if you're a sports fan at all you understand what a wild card is it's the best of the worst mm-hmm. you're the best who couldn't kind of go the distance in your division so to speak yeah yeah which is a good thing because i'm, I'm super glad that's around because as i said earlier um the nl central with the reds are in um is one of the hardest divisions out there i don't think they're going to win the nl central but they have a chance at the wild card right 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 so um i don't uh here hold on uh-huh. I picked who I think is going to win each division in the wild card and not any particular order. I just picked who those um, four will be. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, for example, the American League, I have my... Oh, I apologize. Five. Because there's two wild cards from each league. Oh, is right? there? I, I, it's supposed to be ten teams in the postseason. Oh, fuck. Wild cards, yeah, wild cards play first. Okay, well, I didn't know that. Fuck. (laughs) I'll make some last-minute additions. (laughs) What's that? Do you want to fact-check me? I mean, I don't... I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Okay. We'll go with it. Well, let's just do this. In the American League, this is how we'll start out. In the American League, the five teams I have going are the New York Yankees, the Chicago White Sox, the Houston Astros, the Los Angeles Angels, and the Oakland A's. Oh, okay. 
And I have a bullet point for each. So I guess if you're like, the, well, for example, the Los Angeles Angels, I just put truthfully, I don't know. And then under <laughs> that, I put Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's all you but need But Mike to know. Trout may not be playing this season because yeah. he may have COVID. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the reason uh, I didn't have the Angels going farther because if they don't have Mike Trout, they're fucked. <laughs> I mean, at least from a momentum and 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 and, and morale standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, so I guess, um, so my top five that I picked from the American League that I think will be going, um, will be the Yankees, Twins, Astros, Angels, and the Red Sox. Okay. So this is pretty, wow, that was actually super close. Like, I don't have the Twins or the Red Sox, but, um, oh man, yeah, the Red Sox would be good. Well, here, here's what I'll do is I'll tell you, why did you pick the Twins? And I'll tell you why I picked the White Sox. How about that? I don't have a good answer for why I picked the Twins. Um, just a lot of people are saying they have a, they, they picked up a lot of really good pe- players in the offseason. Um, <laughs> and I got I, I, I to gotta admit, um, I read too many articles about, like, why the Twins are going to win the World Series. So oh, okay. I don't know enough okay. about them. That's just kind of what people smarter than me are saying. <laughs> That's totally fair. That's the whole basis of this, because the only thing that this has taught me is how little I fucking know about baseball. Exactly. Um, However, I said um, for the White Sox, though, is they have a lot of younger players that won't have to play a full season. So I think Mm -hmm. they're just going to play harder because they're not thinking about that 162 game season. Yeah, they're looking at it a little bit more short sighted. And I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that they're going to be the ones who are so amped for baseball, you know, that they're going to go out there and just and just leave it on the field. And, and and potentially hurt themselves, but make for some good baseball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Is my thought. Um, okay, well, now what we could do is just move on to the National League and just talk about our five for the National League. Okay. Um, you go first. <laughs> okay, I will go first because I think I could be wrong. I thought there was 10 teams in the postseason, but maybe it will be different. Obviously, we don't know the postseason for this year, but I thought normally it's 10. Um, National League, I have the Braves, the Reds, the Diamondbacks, the Brewers, and the Dodgers. Okay. Okay. Right Wait, on. Wait, are the Angels in L.A.? Yes. Oh, L.A. has two baseball teams? Yes. Wait, am I fucking up? Where no. do the Dodgers play? <laughs> no, the Dodgers play in L.A. So, how? So yeah, what happened was um, the Angels used to be in Anaheim, and then they moved to Los Angeles, so they do have two baseball teams, but technically their official name is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, <laughs> even though they're not oh, in wow. Anaheim anymore. Yeah, that's super weird. Um, yeah, so Braves, Reds, Diamondbacks, Brewers, Dodgers. That's mine. And I have a lot less bullet points because I had no idea what I was talking about. It's weird. The league the Reds are in, I knew less about. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't keep up in this league. Okay. Um, So I have the Nationals, the Phillies, the Reds, the Cubs, and the Dodgers from the NL. Mm. So we both had Dodgers. We both Mm -hmm. had the Reds. I did have one bullet point, which is I think the Reds will go on the wild card. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think they'll go on the wild card, because I think you're right. They do have a, a rougher division, and I guess I underestimate how 
good the Cubs are. I think I always thought they sucked. They the, because they did for like a hundred years, and then in twenty sixteen, <laughs> and then in twenty sixteen they won the World Series. And honestly, they have some really good players. Um, I, I think the Cubs are going to be one of those teams that. Um, so I do. Yeah. Spoiler alert: I don't have them winning at all because I, I do think they'll go to the postseason. Um, but the last couple years they kind of lost a couple players, and then also. Um, there, uh, oh boy. Uh, yep. Keep that in, Tanner. Uh, <laughs> um, they're one of those. They're one of those teams that um, have a lot of really good players, um, some all stars for sure, but they don't have a lot of direction or enough teamwork to be able to like pull off a World Series win. Hmm. Well, here's where it's going to get interesting. I don't have, I, I really don't have a whole lot to add. You know what? I did realize, though, that I do like the Atlanta Braves. You, I don't know if you remember when we were, I think we were playing MLB and we were talking about baseball teams and how I was like, oh shit, who, who else do we like? Or who else do I like? And I did realize that I do like the Cincinnati Reds. I do like the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. And I do like the Atlanta Braves. Well, yeah, the Braves have been a lot like better recently. They picked up, uh, they they have that Ronald Acuna Jr., who is like one of the biggest names in baseball right now. So he can definitely take the team far. He he has a lot. His on base percentage is pretty high, and they yeah, have a pretty yeah. good pitching rotation too. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like a sleeper thing, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? As a kid, I really did like the Atlanta Braves, and I have no fucking idea why. There's probably some movie somewhere where the Atlanta Braves were a big part of it. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, like, when we were kids, they were, like, they had some of the, they had some Hall of Famers. Like, the Braves had, like, Greg Maddox, um, uh, Chipper Jones, fuck, man, they had some really good players. Hank Aaron! Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it's kind of clicking for me a little yeah. bit now, and I think that's why. I think as a kid, the you know the Atlanta Braves had such that status that uh, it definitely carried. Because because I just I don't know what I. Oh no, I was playing MLB. I was doing a moments for Greg Maddox. Oh nice. And I was like, oh shit, they had great. I was like, oh wait, yeah, the Atlanta Braves. Like, th- there's a reason that I like this team, and kind of happened with them and the A's and. And uh, and so on and so forth. So yeah, I, I kind of forgot about them. Well, that's kind of who we picked to go to the postseason. So unless you have any, I don't really have anything extra to add because <laughs> I, 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 it's so hard. Like I was trying to look up stats and seasons, and then I'm like, well, there's only sixty games. Yeah. So. But well, also, not only are there only sixty games, there aren't going to be fans in the stands. They're going to be putting. You know, fan noises into the stadium. And I'm like, oh, how do I do this? Like, right. there, there's so many fucking variables that you really can't decide. Yeah. So I basically just gave up and I said, you know what? I'm going to pick who I think is going to the 2020 World Series. Yeah. And I have those picks and I have picked a winner. All right. One thing real quick. So um, the one thing I will add is I noticed that you didn't have the Phillies going on. And I had the Phillies going almost all the way. 
Um, and the reason I did that is because they picked up Bryce Harper from the World Series uh, oh. Washington Nationals team yeah. um, and Andrew McCutcheon, um, who used to play for the Pirates. And I remember going to the Reds games and Andrew McCutcheon is such a fucking amazing outfielder that like when Votto or somebody was like up and basically like hit a home run, McCutcheon would be the guy to rob the home run. He would like, he, ah. I fucking, when I was a Red, yeah, when I was going to the games, like when we were in like college and stuff, I fucking hated Andrew McCutcheon because he was too good. He was all over the field. Um, and the Phillies picked him up, so I'm like, okay, that is a, that is a sleeper. He's a little bit past his prime, but he's still good enough um, to make yeah, me some, think that they're. A, and he's a good hitter too. Yeah, some sometimes that's the balance, right? Is like being maybe you're not quite as athletic as you were younger, but you have that experience and that <laughs> wisdom to maybe pull off some clutch ass plays. Yeah, that exactly. That the young guys can't. And the other so, thing about the Phillies, they uh, they also added Joe Girardi as managing now, um, who managed the Yankees for years, um, and he kind of moved on from the Yankees uh, because people thought he was too intense, um, which I completely agree with. Joe Girardi, Joe Girardi is the Bill Belichick of baseball. He is such an asshole, um, oh even to his own players, um, that his own players are like, come on, man, like we, you know, you're, you're being <laughs> A little, you're being a little intense right now, but when when it, but you know when it comes to a season that only has 60 games, you gotta be intense. Um, That's and Joe uh, Girardi, hey, yeah, Joe Girardi nails it. <laughs> wow, good point, good point. Yeah, I did not know all this about the Phillies. I actually pretty much almost always forget about the Phillies. The only reason I know they exist is because of it's always sunny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, yeah, kind of forget about the Phillies. Um, okay. All right, cool. Well, yeah, let's, uh, well, let's, let's get into it, Mitch. Who do you think's going to the 2020 World Series? Who do you think's going to do it? Calling it now. Um, really unoriginal, but I have the Yankees versus the Dodgers. All right. All right. Yankees versus Dodgers. I think the Yankees really have always been that team that is just a good baseball team. Uh, because of their notoriety, because of their money, what have you. Yeah. Why, why the Dodgers? Let's talk about the Dodgers a little bit. I don't know very much about the Dodgers. I do know they're a good baseball team. I do not know why. Yeah, so one thing that they they, they did in the offseason that I think is going to really help them this year is pick up Mookie Betts from the Red Sox, who is amazing. Um, so he, you got him now on the Dodgers. Um and honestly, last year, they should have gone farther. They have a team stacked with all-stars. They have a deep pitching rotation. You've got Clayton Kershaw. Um, and also, their their offense is just amazing, too. They have some power hitters. Clay, uh, yeah, Corey Seager, Max Muncy, Cody Bellinger. Um, so they're, they're just one of those teams that they have too many good players not to be amazing. <laughs> so, so maybe, maybe we're talking about a chemistry thing. Maybe you think last year it was a, maybe a chemistry issue. Maybe now this year, even with a short season, maybe they'll settle into it and just have good players. I think so too. And especially since the addition of Mookie Betts, like he's one of the, he's an all-star for sure. I was so. going to say, 
Anybody fucking named Mookie playing a professional <laughs> sport is going to kick some fucking ass. Exactly. So stay out Mookie of the way Betts, of Mookie. Mookie Blaylock. Lock, yeah. I Stay out of the way of Mookie. All right. Mookies are going to fuck your shit up. For so. sure. Okay. Um, so that's why I picked the Dodgers. And then the Yankees is kind of a similar um, story. Like, they should have done better last year. They, you know, looking at their team, they have some amazing all-stars. Aaron Judge, um, Gary Sanders. Uh, and then also they picked up uh, in the offseason, they picked up Jarrett Cole, um, who actually holds the record for the highest, uh, the, basically the highest contract ever. He signed a contract for nine years at $324 million. Um, Holy fuck. <laughs> so really hope that holds up. But, uh, you know, considering they spent $320 million on him. He's got to be a good addition to the team. <laughs> well, you would like to fucking think so. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. This is this is illuminated quite a bit. Um, here is my bullshit ass prediction. <laughs> we, me it. and Mitch have talked about this a little bit before because we just wanted to size up what we were going to say. So my prediction. Well, who do you have winning? Is it going to be the Dodgers or the Yankees? I have the Dodgers winning. Oh, you were okay. You picked the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. All right, Mitch. You heard it here first. Mitch is calling the this part we didn't talk about the 2020 World Series. Mitch is predicting the Los Angeles Dodgers to win. Yes, sir. Do you think it will go to a, if they do a seven game series? Do you think it will go to game seven? No, I think it'll go to game. I'm calling it here. Game five. Game five. So you're three on two. So yes, fairly fairly close series. But you think the you think the Dodgers are going to get it in? I think they're going to get it in pretty easily. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. My prediction for the 2020 World Series is I'm also going to pick the New York Yankees, but... Ooh. But... Did I even... Did I fuck this up? Did I even pick the wrong <laughs> thing? No, no, no. I got it. The 2020 World Series. I'm also going to pick the Yankees, but... I'm also going to pick... The Arizona Diamondbacks. You're going to hear here first. This is the weirdest season of baseball we will ever (laughs) see, and that is why I picked the Diamondbacks. But Arizona Diamondbacks are not a bad team. Yeah. They're not bad. They made a couple really awesome offseason moves, too. Yeah, that's that's pretty much why I'm picking them. Yes, I've read a few articles, and that's the only (laughs) reason why I'm picking them. But... I just figured like it's a season where things are gonna happen that we're not gonna we're we're not used to, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, it it's a it's a whole new ball game, if you will. So I had to put I had to throw something wacky in there, and I, and I kind of think that there's gonna be a team, there's gonna be a dark horse that's gonna emerge, and people are gonna be blown away. And I and I do think that unfortunately there will be a dark horse. And that dark, and they're and it's gonna ev- they're gonna be forever cast in the shadow of COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. That's that's my prediction. I'm making even another prediction, is that there's gonna be a dark horse that will that that will emerge to upset everyone, and then they will never be able to live that down. I'm talking a new a new curse, a new a new curse of the goat. <laughs> you know, it, I, I'm I'm telling you because. Ba- I'm telling you, they're never going to live it down. 
They're never going to live it down. They're all, they're basically always going to be told, you only made it to the World Series because of COVID-19. It was a six-game. They're, they're <laughs> never going to be valued for who they are. I'm telling you, if anyone is listening to this 30 <laughs> years from now, fucking tell me I'm right because I swear to God it will happen. Yeah. I think the Yankees will win. I don't think the Dark Horse will win. But I do think it will go to Game 7 if they do seven-game series. I think okay. it will be the weirdest thing in baseball yeah, I, I, I think the I think the victor could be the Yankees. I think the Yankees might do it because because the Yankees are consistent. That's what the that's that's what the Yankees are built on consistency. Mm-hmm. So I think this might be their season, but I do think there will be that dark horse. I will think they will give them a run for their money, but I will think that they will lose. Yeah, but no one will ever value what they did. I can see why you picked that because. You know, based on what we talked about earlier, with 2020 being so different, um, depth charts are going to be more important than they than they ever have been. Young players uh, are super important, um, healthy guys, and the Arizona the Diamondbacks are stacked with the the pitching rotation is amazing. Um, They they're a young team for sure, so I, I definitely think that will get them very far. But as you mentioned, you can't beat Aaron Judge. <laughs> yeah, I, I I just I don't I don't think I think what we're I think what we're gonna see play out is that experience and that wisdom and that just weird keen sense of of, of baseballdom rule out. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I th- I think that's what you're doing. You're basically taking all these guys who play major league ball and you're kind of putting them into this pressure cooker of like welcome to a new game. And I think what we're gonna see is the vets rule out but i think we're gonna see that's why i put the white Sox also on my playoff prediction because a lot of people we haven't even talked about the white Sox, but i think that's why the white Sox might have a chance because they have they have a younger team younger players i i think there's going to be a play there but i don't think they're going to be able to go all the way yeah that's what i'm sure sure yeah, I, th- I think so too, and that's kind of one of the things that you know the, the the reason I didn't have the Reds going further. They absolutely kicked ass in the off season. If there was an off they season did. awards, they win. They picked yeah. up Mustakis, uh, yep. yeah, Castillo, Pedro Strope, Shogo Akiyama. Um, yep, yeah, can't can't get any better, dude. But dude, I it's I, one of those what? things. Where it's a newer team. They've never played with each other before. Yeah, and as amazing as they're going to be. You can't beat Aaron Judge. <laughs> right. Well, I wanted to talk about, um, fuck, what's his name? Y- Yakiyama? What yeah, was Sho- it? Akiyama. Shogo Akiyama. Akiyama. Yeah, I was, I, dude, I saw him throw a couple pitches. I was like, God damn. He's good. <laughs> they have a pitching staff because also, I don't know, have you seen these inter, you know, these inter squad games? Have you seen fucking Trevor Bauer out there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's. I kind of like Trevor Bauer. I love Trevor. Uh, I don't know if I do. Yeah, we talked about this. My favorite fact about Trevor Bauer: he was on ESPN, uh, and they were doing a uh, uh, they were doing a Zoom interview, a Zoom call with Trevor Bauer, um, and they like couldn't get their shit together. They didn't realize how Zoom worked, so they posted Trevor Bauer's cell phone number on ESPN for the whole world to see. <laughs> oh wait, this, dude, this. You did talk about this in an episode, yeah, and it was I? so long ago. Well, well, fill us in. What happened? Because I do not remember. That was basically it. Um, people were calling him, um, texting him, but he he kind of like turned it into this really cool thing um, where he was like answering like phone calls and stuff. He was being a really good sport about it. So, wow. <laughs> no, I just watched him in this interest. 
in this uh, inter-squad game, fucking just demolishing. I mean, yeah. nasty pitches. And I was like, shit. I don't know. I'm excited. Um, yeah, so. Anyways, well, there you go. That's our predictions for the the 2020 season of... Uh, well, we both of, had the uh, Yankees winning it all, right? So... Uh, well, now you picked the Dodgers. You said the Dodgers would win Game Five. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> you, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, so this is why we edit shit out, Tanner. <laughs> right, just edit out your old spiel about the Dodgers. I mean, hey, I would be kind of excited to. Uh, I don't know. See the Dodgers do it. Maybe I don't know. I don't. It, baseball. I love the game so much that like I don't even hate the Yankees. Right. Like. I don't. I don't hate these teams, man. Like these are fucking professional ball players. They're good players. I mean, mm-hmm. are there teams I want to win over them for sure? Um, I don't. I don't know. Like this. This will be a fun thing that we'll do, and we'll move on real quick because so we could do our our pack opening. But uh, is is there a baseball team you hate? The Yankees. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. Right. The old, you had the it locked and loaded. The only reason I say that is because they are so close to the Patriots and that, like, they are so good that it's not even fun anymore. Um, not only that, but, like, obviously you saw the movie Moneyball. Like, they're, they have all the money in the world. They can buy whoever they want, um, which I think almost kind of defeats the purpose of, like, the good-natured fun that what baseball is all about. So, um, I don't know, man. It's, Agreed. I mean, if I don't they, disagree. Uh, if there is a team I hate, it's got to be the Yankees. Although I will give you know credit where credit's due. They, their team is stacked full of all-stars, and they have such a rich history of being so good. So I got to give them that. But at the same time, like being from the Midwest and being a NL Central follower, fuck yeah. the Yankees. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm definitely oh, with wait. you there. Hold on. Fuck the Astros, too, while we're at it. You cheating bastards. <laughs> Oh, oh, I dude, I read this whole article about how the Astros actually have a chance because there's not going to be fans out there with fucking trash cans. Uh. <laughs> like, dude, they would have got flamed so hard because the whole thing is they cheated. I didn't realize all this. They cheated back in 2017. Yeah. But it didn't come to light until recently. Right. So there was sort of this thing that I think happened when baseball fans were all like, Oh man, we gotta go to Costco and buy some fucking trash cans because we're about to go out and humiliate this team. But unfortunately, exactly. there's there's not gonna be fans in the stands, so Astros on 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 away games kind of have a chance to win them. Yeah, because dude, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I, I don't know. I mean, let's just say the Astros playing the Phillies. All right, could you even imagine? How many fucking trash cans would be in those fucking... I mean, they would be... For those who don't know, basically the Houston Astros cheated. It it, it cheated in a way that was, like, so not baseball. Like, there's kind of an inherent element of baseball where you do have to cheat with sign stealing. I don't think sign stealing is inherently cheating. I think sign stealing to the level that they did is, is, is is... so 100% cheating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Basically, it just comes down to the Houston Astros then basically cheat to win. Right, yeah, exactly. And uh, they were outed for that, and uh, the backlash was immense before there was other more important things to worry about. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, road games. And it involved them basically stealing signs and head, begging on a trash can when a strike was coming and when a ball was coming, to put mm. it simply. Yeah. Basically helping out their batters. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing in baseball where like you're you're slightly allowed to cheat, but only in a fair way where right. everyone else can cheat that way. Yeah. And as soon as you start cheating in a way that is beyond what everybody else does, then it's then it's wrong. Yeah, it's a weird line and the line is technology, which is kind of strange. Like Actually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz cuz I listened to I think I mentioned it before, but I was listening to a podcast where Pete Rose was talking about like, you know, sign stealing when you're on second base, it's kind of tradition to see what the, you know, what signs the catcher is throwing and pass it along to your teammates, but once you get an iPad or an Apple Watch involved, for some reason, they're like, "Nope, fuck that. Shut it down." <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's fair because, yeah. like, you, you having to rely on your perception of reality is inherently flawed, whereas mm-hmm. a machine may remove remove that flaw. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just cheating. I don't know. It's weird. It, it makes sense, but it, it maybe doesn't logically. Yeah, exactly. You know? No, I just had a thought when we were pissing. Um, I was just thinking, man, how cool would it be, though, if the Reds were, won the World Series? Dude, like, yeah. The year that, like, we had the the weirdest fucking thing in the world happen. And the year that I think, like, weirdly... I, I do think this year we have become, like, weirdly closer as friends because I think we found that common ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's like we, we started getting into baseball and talking about it and started talking about how much it all meant to us. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, yeah, I want to I wanna delve into this. And I don't know. Like, I feel like you've got out of your comfort zone in certain ways and like i have and like i don't know i feel a lot of bonding over the podcast lately mm-hmm. and, then, yeah. and then how cool would it be for then our favorite baseball team to go to the world series dude oh my god i'm fucking wet dreams about it um yeah and, and i think they might have a chance too like i mean what we talked about like they picked up some amazing players like young players and you know based on what you said like 2020 is the year for unconventional methods um and i think the only way right now the reds are gonna win a world series is due to unconventional methods um but yeah i totally agree man i'm so thrilled that you like are full on into this because this is definitely one of those things where like like I said I'm horny for baseball man like this is Mm -hmm. one of my kind of passions that um, I'm kind of you know it's cool that I have the podcast to talk about it because Erica won't put up with me talking about baseball anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh no no, I, I, I get it. I mean, I think I kind of mentioned how me and Charlotte were playing MLB together. I, like, taught it to her. and Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that girl was so stubborn. Like, I'd be like, babe, you got to do the double play. And she's like, I don't know what that means. Like, just <laughs> right. sheer anger of not getting it. Um, I mean, and honestly, she did do good. It's just... Yeah, I don't know. The last game we played, it was like a mer- it was like eleven to nine. I was like, "Hey, bless us." Yeah, Let, I, I basically I I said, "Let's practice the rest of yeah. the time." Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do think that hockey will forever be my favorite sport, mainly just because it can erupt in a fist fight in the middle of the game, and the game's That's, not over. Yeah, you can't discount that. That's amazing. <laughs> no, and just and just the 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 speed of that game is insane. But I have developed like, I, and I've always loved baseball. I think I loved baseball before any other sport. 
um i actually remember like i used to run around and like slide around my grandparents like patio like doing baseball slides and stuff and i actually had like a bootleg mlb game that was like mainly japanese yeah man man it, it was definitely my favorite growing up because like it was it was one of the things where like for me like as a you know fairly overweight out of shape kid like you can still be kind of good at baseball being yeah. fat as fuck so i yeah. i felt so at home just being like you know what if i hit it really well all i have to do is run first uh and then if i'm catcher fuck i don't have to move at all like so that's why i was so like you know this kind of takes everything out of the equation like you can be good at baseball you know being what you are so i was so thrilled with that um and then also like growing up me and my me and my brother would always like play it we loved it too we would always play like one-on-one baseball which i don't know if you have heard you can do um (laughs) it was so stupid we were just like playing in our front yard um we had like ghost runners and shit like i would pitch to my brother and he'd be like all right well uh all right so i hit it to second so i got a ghost runner on second so <laughs> it was we, we had these weird like fucked up rules but it was it was a blast man one of my favorite memories no 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 i get that you actually talked about that on one of the like really early episodes oh, yeah? i remember that yeah i remember that um actually i kind of wanted to i was thinking of a really fun like um vlog idea kind of a kind of a thing we can do that I, w- I, w- I would like to I would really just do for fun but we might as well record it and make turn it into content um I don't know if you've seen the wiffle ball leagues yes you told me about that and I went and watched it and it's awesome yeah so my my thought there was that we could basically recreate that where you can build us a little strike zone right and we'll go out to a uh, a baseball diamond and we could just learn how to pitch and hit and we'll just go out there and throw and hit against each other that sounds awesome man dude my dream i want to go to a batting cage with you so bad <laughs> oh god we should we we really <laughs> should be a blast um do they serve alcohol at batting cages i don't know but we'll bring our own if they don't <laughs> i was gonna say because i would like to get kind of drunk and be like crank it up to 90 and be like who can take how many fastballs to the fucking back there's one like five miles away from my house that i've only been to like once but they do have one that pitches 90 and it's so hard (laughs) oh dude i would love to just try i would love to just even remotely try to hit that ball if i could it's a blast if i could bunt on a not not even and not break my fingers exactly All right. Um, Okay, well, we need to end this out. So, Mitch, um, go ahead. Bring the people up to speed. You just do you. You pitch it. Okay. Sorry. So, if you listen to the last dugout episode, one of the big things was we opened uh, unopened baseball cards from, like, what, 1987, 89, um, which I've been finding on eBay for, like, kind of cheap which is which is awesome um because i've always been a little bit into baseball cards but now with eli we have a reason to like actually buy baseball cards um so i found another uh uh, uh, and in another eBay score, I actually bought a few uh, packs of unopened upper deck baseball cards from 1997, which we're going to open today, see what's inside. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Whoa, hold on. I'm sorry. There is a Meet the Stars trivia challenge. Look for scratch and win cards inside for a chance to meet Ken Griffey Jr. 
Oh my god, I would shit if we won. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We're like fucking sending shit to his P.O. box. Like, we won, uh, dude! Absolutely, right? From 20 years ago. Uh... So, essentially, I, I will hop in and say, so I realized on the first episode of The Dugout, while I loved opening the packs and, and talking about each card, what I realized is that's probably not real interesting because you guys don't have a visual. So, I think what we're going to do is open the open the packs together, and then we'll flip through and kind of pull out the ones we think that are the most like notable, or mm-hmm. the things we want to talk about, because... I kind of get it. If you had the visual, maybe that would help. But even then, it kind of seems boring. So Yeah, especially if I recall correctly, I had like two players I was excited about and the rest I had no idea who they were. So oh, I mean, that's the <laughs> majority of these for me, but I like to kind of I like to kind of, you know, talk about the card itself. So I really yeah. just want to pull out, you know, stuff I'm excited about. So. All right, Mitch, let's uh, let's open this. These let's packs these together because we, right. we do both have a pack from the same set. Just to just reiterate. All right. Ooh. 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 My first card looking pretty good. Okay. I'm liking, okay. I'm liking the print on these. So. All right. There is a particular way that I open baseball cards, which is I try to put them like face down. Like I try to pick a side, Ooh, try to put okay. them face down, and then I kind of reveal the first card to myself. Builds a little excitement. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's reveal and we'll start going through and and, uh, talking about anything that's uh, important. Okay, so yeah, right off the bat, I've got uh, Marvin Bernard, um, which is kind of cool because he's got a... He's got a little baby there with him. Uh, Again, the visual aspect isn't isn't gonna play, but um, I've got uh, Jose Panagua, uh, Pat Hingen, Donnie Wall, Kirby Puckett, which I'm kind of excited about. I have a shitload of Kirby Puckett cards, which is kind of crazy. Um, really? Mini- yeah. I, I really do have a lot of Kirby Puckett cards. Minnesota Twins. Um, yeah, he's he's fantastic. Huh. Mark Grace. I have a shitload of Mark Grace cards as well. He was uh, he was one of my dad's favorite players. Mark Grace was uh, his birthday is the same as mine, so that's oh. kind of always that's kind of why I've always liked Mark Grace. My dad tells the story of uh, he was watching a uh, a Cubs game while I was being born, <laughs> and uh, they they said happy birthday to Mark Grace, <laughs> and uh, so that's kind of always had a why I've always had a connection to Mark Grace from the Cubs. <laughs> That's really cute. I also kind of want to mention how when I joined the Fantasy League, I was trying to figure out who was who by whose teams, you know, who they named their team. It was pretty simple. I knew you were the Wayne Dell Wizards, (laughs) and then um, somebody had Cubs win, and the other was, was like, what, fucking chink? Basically, I realized, I was like, wait a minute. Mitch's dad is a Cubs fan. Oh, yeah. My so I was like, I'm too, pretty yeah. sure he's Cubs win, and whatever this dumbass name is, is Matt. <laughs> Definitely. So it didn't take you long. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> All, right. All right. So what else you got? Uh, well, right off the bat, this is kind of interesting. I have uh, Chipper Jones. No Chip. way. Yeah, I dropped I also it. have a Chipper Jones card. Wait, is it him? <laughs> third base for the Braves yep <laughs> yeah. that's it it's oh the my same god card. we Look have the same that. fucking card that's awesome that's awesome um I have Jeff Montgomery which was a pitcher for the Royals don't really know anything about him 
uh, Fernando Vina, a second baseman for the Brewers. Pretty nice looking card. And then I have, whoa, bro. This is why I missed the 90s. Check out this fucking Strike Force card. Nice. Who is Mike? That? Mike Musina. Nice. <laughs> That's that is so 90s. Very Dude, green. I love it. <laughs> Mike, known as one of the most accurate pitchers in the major major leagues, showed why at the beginning of '96, when he won his first three decisions and walked just four batters in 24 innings pitched. He continued his mastery with a seven-hit complete game in uh, June 14th and 96, trying the last, retiring the last 13 batters he faced in a six-to-one win over the Royals that raised his record to a nine-and-three. And it even has on the back kind of like a little bit. This is kind of how Diamond Dynasty works. Do you see like those, like uh, this stuff here? Mm-hmm. It kind of oh, like yeah, yeah. it kind of like pushes us out. The better it is, yeah. That's so awesome. Kinda, yeah, d- I, dude, I I really like this card. That's awesome. That's cool. This yeah. is a very like '90s kind of thing, but also, like I said, weirdly, it's kind of how I don't know. Yeah, Diamond Dynasty works. That's funny. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so I have Al Leiter, Dave Nilsson, and the only other one of note um, is one that I'm kind of excited about. It says, congratulations, instant instant winner. Scratch off the area below to see what you have won. Oh, scratch I'm gonna it off, scratch baby. I'm going to scratch this bitch. Do you, Dude, do you have one scra- of those? Is that something they did? <laughs> fuck it. Scra- yeah, I would say scratch it off. Let's see. Do you have an instant winner card, too? Uh, uh, can you show it to me to see if uh, I, I don't want to look too far ahead. No, no, I do not have that. Okay. I'm psyched. All right. You go. I'm going to get a coin. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go through the boring ones for you guys. I have John Mabry, first baseman for the Cardinals. Um, he looks pretty good. Highlights went four for four and hit for the cycle. The first to do so in 96 and the Cardinals 9 and 8 lost to the Rockies. They lost that one. Um, I also have Edgar Martinez. Um, this is he is a designated hitter for the Mariners. Kind of boring. Uh, Hardinal Baines. He's a de- designated hitter for the uh, Chicago White Sox. This card's Kind of nice. Um, oh god, okay, I peaked. I have another Strike Force card. Ooh, I'm really right. excited, and I kind of want to collect all the Strike Force cards from this set. I'm already there. Um, yeah. All right, let's switch over to you, Mitch. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna scratch this off for us? Yeah, I'm scratching it off right now. I'm so excited. Instant okay. winner. So whatever it is, you win, and. They are legally abound to this. <laughs> Bro, I don't know if I'm like 20 years too late, but it says, I have won fifth prize, a Ken Griffey Jr. 5x7 commemorative card. Um, I'm definitely going to mail this in and see what happens. <laughs> Dude, 100, oh my God. Please, Mitch, do that. Record yourself like like literally getting the envelope together please for the love of god i want to see what happens i absolutely will i am so 
fucking excited about this. <laughs> Guys, I want a 5 by 7 commemorative card from Ken Griffey Jr., who's one of my favorite players. Um, I watched a really awesome documentary on YouTube called Junior. Definitely check it out. It's fantastic. It's all about Ken Griffey Jr. He's amazing. Um, I really want this. <laughs> Dude, I mean, at the vi- I think you should mail it in and then like try to send an... I, I, who is this even through though? I'm li- like, is it going to the and to the MLB or? No, I have no idea. It's just Upper Deck. Um, who for a while, like like they had a partnership with MLB because I know they were doing like some uh, like autograph cards and shit. Like they're a big deal. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I I really want to. I want to like hook you up with people in baseball who know what what all this is and like help you get this five by seven <laughs> Dude, commemorative I want, card. It's all I want. Although it does say game begins on eight twenty eight twelve ninety six and ends in three thirty one ninety seven. So I might be about twenty three years too late to get this, but I'm goddamn it if I'm not going to try. Might as well send it in. Is it a yeah, PO box or something? Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, there's a PO box address on there. I'm sending this shit. <laughs> you might as well send it to see what they give you. Somebody'll laugh. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Holy shit! I've been working here this long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is fantastic. Okay. Well, uh, barring a few technical difficulties, uh, it is now two days later. <laughs> yeah, that was the longest episode we've ever recorded. Took a 48-hour 48 br- 48 break. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So, yeah, Discord was being weird that day that we recorded this, but we want to at least have an ending. So I remember the only thing I, that I had really wanted to say was I, I kind of want to get the whole Strike Force set. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, from- those are awesome from that set were those were are those packs fairly easy to get a hold of um no not really um every oh, once cool. in a while <laughs> i'll get on ebay and like search for like a random year and then unopened baseball cards a lot just search for that and then every once in a while something will pop up that is like pretty cheap um so then you know if it's cheap enough i'll, I'll pull the trigger um but they don't happen very often i'm on ebay probably every other day just kind of like looking for weird shit like that so um, gotcha well, I will have to see if I can start tracking down the entire strike force. Yeah, of- you could probably yeah, just like search yeah, find it if you just search for like strike force upper deck series or something like that. So Yeah, I'll have to start tracking them down because I am super into them. Also, it's like the most nerdy baseball card thing I've seen. <laughs> it definitely is, yeah. I have like a few strike force, force cards myself. I, I so they're pretty awesome. I have a Randy Johnson strike force. That's a pretty cool one. Oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah. We got the trade. Yes, sir, we do it. <laughs> I'm I'm so looking forward to us being able to get together and like actually trade cards and stuff. That'll be awesome. <laughs> oh, that was one thing that I completely forgot about that I did want to put in this episode. I got my binder all together because oh, cool. Mitch, yeah. Mitch is a bro, and for my birthday, um, not only sent me baseball cards, but sent me a binder with the uh, with the card holders 
the inserts. Yeah, a whole bunch of stickers on your binder. We, so we have matching baseball sticker binders. <laughs> we do. And I was like, I remember opening everything up. I was like, how does he get all these goddamn stickers? Like, you have so <laughs> many baseball stickers. Amazon. <laughs> Sharing Amazon. my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, no, I was I was super jazzed about that. So now I actually have a, and I actually fit a majority of my baseball cards in there. Oh, perfect. Like, yeah. The only ones I kind of kept out were the um, kind of like the minor league cards. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like put those to the side, but I was able to put a majority of my baseball cards in there. So I was pretty That's stoked. It. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, I don't really care about the. Yeah, you're not going to hurt my feelings. The reason I gave you those minor league cards is because I don't care about them. So I was like, yeah, rather than throw them away, Eli might want them. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely, from, my, from any of my trading card collectible game days, um, it's definitely hard for me to get rid of stuff. So I just kind of. Yeah put it in a box and i'm like well at least that way i have it yeah true true that's cool. so um <laughs> all right guys well thank you for joining us on another dugout episode um always fun um and i guess till next time uh stay fresh cheese bags yeah absolutely um i was also gonna say yeah thank you well obviously thank you guys for listening check out the facebook the instagram knuckleball studios and if you want to hear us talk about something other than baseball give us a call uh give us a call on our voicemail and give us some ideas of things to talk about that phone number is 513-987-9900 Again, that is 513-987-9900. Give us a call, and uh, we'll play your voicemail on the uh, on the air. So that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thanks, guys. See ya. Yeah.